With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. This is Mara. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. You are okay. I'm here today with Bob, and Bob is in a vortex. He has called in, and I need, I'm need. i running the switchboard. Now, we all have seen in the past how that happens, but I need to put him on. I don't even have him on the air. So let me bring him on and talk to you just a little bit about what a vortex is. There we go. Bob, are you there? I am. Good morning, everyone. Wonderful. Good morning. Bob's going to tell us a little bit about a vortex. What I understand a vortex to be is a place of energy, just the energy of love. Remembering, my friends, that we use love to define the word God who has many names on this planet but who loves us all. And it's a place where you just feel that energy and you are connected. There's no effort necessary. Now, that's what I understand it to be. Bob's going to tell us a little bit about what it is. Bob from the Vortex in Sedona. So tell us, Bob. Good morning. I think that your your appraisal was very accurate. It's I'm here in Sedona, Arizona on top of a little hill or a little mountain. Depends on where you come from, whether you call them hills or mountains, I guess. The but what the vortexes really are are areas of energy and there's different vortexes around Sedona and some are thought to be uh male or female, yin or yang or places where you pull the energy into you to work on your on yourself and try to accomplish different tasks and others that where you go to pull the energy from the earth in order to work on um, your spirituality. And I chose to take one that is supposed to be both male and female and word vortex at the same time. So it's a place to come to balance yourself, to feel just more energized and it really feels just so energetic here there's so much energy around and even when you close your eyes i mean when your eyes are open it's just so beautiful looking out at the red rocks and looking down and the gulches and valleys around but even with your eyes closed there's just this feeling of solemnity that just takes you over it's just a wonderful wonderful place sedona Wonderful. That sounds so great. And my friends, that's the feeling that Bob is describing that we would like to have come to you on a regular basis. We would love for you through believing that you are enough for God to come in and cleanse your mind and heart of negative energy and open you up, that you feel connected in mindful meditation at all times. That there's any moment that you choose, you can take three deep breaths and bam, you're there. You're right in God's arms. Love is holding your hand, always waiting to be invited in. What a wonderful, wonderful image you shared with us today, Bob. Thank you. I wish I were in Sedona. I've never been there, so I don't have uh, any real sense of it, to be frank, but except that I always hear such wonderful things. Wonderful things. We thought that one of the things that we would start trying to do to the extent practicable is we will uh, read for each and every one of you the passage that we're using as the guided meditation passage for the week coming up. And in doing that, we are trying to give you some thoughts that you could use during your meditative practice, during your prayer practice. Remember, it doesn't matter how you start your prayer or meditation, nor how you end it. What matters is that you do it. It doesn't matter where you are 
a sacred space is nice, but it's not necessary. You can be in the car, send loving, good, caring thoughts to the people around you. Lift your mind up from that rage or that tension of being stalled in a traffic jam and send out love. Remembering that we are each connected one to the other. And as we send some of our love energy out, we are starting a vibration of love around the planet that comes back to us. So the meditation for this week is from, all of them are from the book, Uniquely Created, Divinely Inspired You, that I wrote with love. Maybe I should say love wrote with me. When God came into this book, it's God's book. All I am is a Scrivener. But it's got some basic, simple tools that will ideally help you know you are special. Each and every one of us are special. We are special and we are all together. As we talked last week about the vase, we're all together, the vase. So we are loved. Sometimes we are the teachers, sometimes we are the students, but we are all working this together. And the first passage, I, I sometimes part of the passage is always the title. And in this instance, it's Everything Matters. And when I looked at that on Friday, I thought, oh, my goodness, do I want to say that? Yes, I do. Because everything, every choice you have in the moment matters. Because as that moment, you have the choice of being your highest self or not. But when it's done, it's done, and you're on to the next moment. So it doesn't matter what's already done, or as they said in the Tao reading we did uh, a couple weeks ago, do your work and it is forgotten. What you did is already done, and now you're facing something else that matters. Experience life. Use every opportunity to grow in a positive way. Reach beyond your self-created limits. Allow your soul to lead you and believe in the wonder of you, my friends. You are exactly the piece of the puzzle that God has been waiting, that love has been waiting to ignite and join this revolution of love. One kind act can change the world. Try it. So as you go about your week, spend some time thinking about the passage. If you want to read it again, you're welcome to here on our site. You can go back in one of our blogs. There's one called Uniquely. I believe that was this is day five. It will be right there, including the picture. If you want a copy of the book, all you have to do is send me an email and I'll send it to you for free. mkwlawfirm at aol.com. Put in Ray Me. It's on its way, folks. If you want to buy it and have a nice little spiral and a cute little cover and back, do that by going down to the sideboard. But that's not necessary. This isn't about money. It's about love. Now, we're going to move forward into our breathing exercise, and Bob is the master of that. So I'm passing the baton, Bob. Bob? Let me try again. I must have disconnected him. Bob, are you there? I am here. I think we lost you. I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. You can hear me now. Okay. Yes. yes I think it's, and <laughs> as, you know, as we talked a little with everyone before the show, and I cut out a couple times, and I think it's just the energy of the vortex, because I actually have full cell phone signals, so I'm not sure what's going on, but that's okay. I will... I will watch now the side, folks. If you'll all recall, the reason I was kind of moved away from the uh, switchboard was because I wasn't real good at noticing callers. And so now I will watch it for Bob. And I will tell you that the call-in number is 646-595-3584. Call us. Tell us about your experiences with love. Tell us about the joy of being part of all that is. All right, Bob, you're on for the breathing. Okay, let's all center ourselves. Let's sit still, put our hands in our laps, and or stand still. Or if you're in the car listening on your iPod, doesn't matter. Just sit quietly and think that there is a seed in you that is your center. It is your spiritual center and is the place where your love sprouts and grows. 
it lies in the heart, in the deepest place of your being where love is never ending. It is the place where love can find protection. Love can find its root. Love can find its wings to grow. This is your center. This is the place in you that holds heart with harmony. This is the place in which you matter. From your heart you are centered. You are in a green, growing place of love. Love starts with you and shines its face on you. Love loves you. Love spreads to your neighbors, to the world. You are centered. You are love. You are centered in the wonder of love. Now that we're all centered, let's take in three deep breaths together today, or as many breaths as you can take as we go through the exercise. And think of yourself as an old tree with its roots in the ground and water in the ground coming up through the trunk of the tree. And as it pull that water, pull the air through your body, pull it up through the bottom of the, your toes and in through your feet, up through your calves, up through your thighs, up into your gut, up through your kidneys. Feel it cleansing your organs of your body. Feel the oxygen, the positive energy of O2 coming through. Feel it filling up your lungs and feel it, your lungs expanding, expanding, expanding until you can fit no more air. And now let's let that air out of our lungs. And as we exhale that air, feel the air come through the top of your head, up through the crown chakra. Feel that energy of the oxygen in your brain. Feel it going back down your back through your spinal cord and back down into the earth and push all the air, all the negative energy push it all back into the earth so it can recharge that energy. And again, take very deep breath. Pull the air up through you. And as you're pulling the air, think of love. Think of times this week when you didn't feel loved or you didn't send love. And let it go because you are enough. It's okay to, to not always be perfect. We are human. Let that go. Put it behind you. Detach yourself from it. Feel peace. Feel love. Feel serenity. Tranquility. Think of those words this week as you do your breathing exercises that I hope we're all doing during the week and just repeat the words peace and love, tranquility, solemnity, peace harmony, all the loving words. And once again, let's just take one deep breath, filling up our lungs, and let's exhale together in a moment. So inhale that air, feel the oxygen cleansing your organs. And now let's exhale together. Now sit and relax and take shallow or deep breaths and enjoy the music Still Thy Soul by Anel.
Now I'd like you to reach out your right arm. Reach it out and feel the energy of those who are listening to our program now and those who will listen to our program later. Let that energy cascade around your body. Feel the enormity of it. Feel the value, the strength, the love. Feel it. And know that we are one. Feel your soul calm and comfortable, knowing that you are enough. There is nothing that you need to worry about. There is nothing that you need to do. You are enough. Whatever you did yesterday is done. Everything mattered in the way that you handled it yesterday. And today is a new day, a fresh beginning an open door, a blossom blooming, and that is you, and that is us, in our revolution of love. Now as you feel, oh my folks, I feel the energy of all of you reaching your right arms. Let's complete our circle by lifting out our left arm and feel and hold the energy of all that are listening, all that are here with us today, and all who will come. All of our Christian soldiers are our Muslim soldiers, our Jewish soldiers, our Buddhist soldiers, all of us together working in revolution of love. Remembering that the most important message in all religious texts and all philosophies, philosophies that are religious is love. Love. Now let's pull that loving energy that is coming from our completed circle through our bodies and let us say, thank you, love. Thank you, love. Thank you, love. We are enough. Each one of us individually is enough. And now believing you are enough and breathing in the air of knowing you are enough, feeling the energy of being connected in love with people around the world, go and send forth from your heart. Thrust back your shoulders and send forth from your heart love. Know that it, see it as though a giant, giant, giant pillar of light is coming out of your heart. And it's going around the planet, not in love, excuse me, not in judgment, but in love. It's going around the planet, encircling everyone, people who have arms pointed at each other, people who have hands lifted to the other, and it is saying, we implore you to love. We send forth love to redirect your energies. We believe in the power of love. We believe in the message that is given to us by so many powerful religious leaders that love is the way. See those pillars of light coming out and encircling the planet. It becomes a solid, solid mass of light shining up into the heavens as though there's spotlights coming from each of our chests of love. And we are a demonstration for the solar system of love. And that is the revolution we are about. Divine One, creator of all things, master and mistress of the universe. Teach us to treat one another with love. Help us know that in loving you with our heart, our minds, and our souls, that we open ourselves to be our highest selves. Help us to remember that when we reach out to others in love, we are reaching out to honor our connection to all. Stave our thoughts of judgment. Stave our belief that we are more worthy because of some religious belief or another. And instead, open us to know that we are all worthy. We don't need to have a special only religion because every path to the light 
Every path to the light is paved in love. There is a common core character that is our nature. Guide us to love one another as we would love to be loved. We ask this in the name of all that it is holy, which is all that is. Amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome, you're welcome. Thank you. And And remember not to judge yourself either. A lot of times when we hear don't don't judge, it's not just judging others, it's judging yourself as well. Remember not to judge yourself. That is so true, Bob, because you know the thing, folks, in my mind is it's when we don't recognize that God loves us just as we are and we don't believe we are enough is when then we have to cleave to things and beliefs and ideologies and anything that makes us special. But we don't have to be special because we are all equal parts. We all are enough. And so you're not more enough. You don't need to be more enough. You only just need to be enough. One time a great lawyer told me I only needed to be a good lawyer. I've strived through my life to be a good lawyer. That's it. You know, we just need to be enough, equal. Equal with each other and seeing the glory in there and forgiving ourselves. Bob, that's a real good catch because, you know, when we say love others as you love yourself, so many people forget the love yourself part. Right. Somehow that seems to be... Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, and how can you possibly love others more than you love yourself? I don't exactly. think it's possible. I think we hear that a lot, that, oh, he loves him more than he loved himself, or he loved her more than he loved himself, but I don't think yeah. that you really loved yourself much if you right. even allow yourself to think that. So, I agree. And we hear that so many times from pulpits where people talk about, well, and, and they're so loving, and they love, and they do this, and they do this, and they do this. And then you look at this poor, bereft person who doesn't love themselves. And so whenever they're doing, what they are doing is out of, of a desire to make themselves enough. And could you imagine the glistening beauty of their actions, the so much more glistening beauty of their actions, if they did so from a place of peace, knowing already, I am. fair enough. Why don't we all say that three times together? I am enough. enough. I am enough. I am enough. Enough. Yes. Yes, we are. Now, there's been a lot of discussion uh, among spiritual circles. Uh, I don't know so much about real life living. We tend to hear more about war, pain, and destruction. But in spiritual circles, there's a lot of discussion about the Tao. And Bob and I decided that we were going to do a series on the Tao, and we are. And we're going to try to bring it right into your real life living. Let's look at the Tao. And today's title kind of leads the way for verse 3, which is the road to peace. Do we really need all this stuff? Now, you need to remember the Tao was written 2,500, 3,000, 4,000 years ago. I mean, this is God's voice, folks. Why would we give credit to one text or one or two texts, the Koran or the Bible or this or that, Confucius, whatever, and say those are all divinely inspired but not the Tao? They're all divinely inspired, my friends. They are all divinely inspired. Today I was reading the book from which Bob uh, gets the um, breathing exercise and, well, he does the breathing exercise from which he gets the lead in. And I was reading it because I wasn't sure what kind of reception we'd get from the vortex. And as I read this, I thought, oh, my gosh, she and I say the same things. Janelle Moon and I say the same things. My friends, we are all connected to God. We all have wisdom to share with one another. We all can get rid of the hate that is surrounding our planet if we just trust our instincts and believe. 
So now we're looking at the Dow and how does that apply to 2008, the road to peace. Do you really need all that stuff? And verse 3 is the one we will discuss today, and then we're going to read verse 4, and that will be next week for you to think about. Please call in again. The number is 646-595-3584. Verse 3, the Tao is empty, but inexhaustible, bottomless. The answer of it all. Within it, the sharpened edges become smooth. The twisted knots loosen. The sun is softened by a cloud. The dust settles into place. It is hidden, yet always present. I do not know who gave birth to it. It seems to be the common ancestor, the father of all things. Is that verse yeah. four or three? Um, let me see. Did I read the wrong verse? <laughs> oh, I stepped on That's your okay. screen there. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I read the wrong one. So now no, we have well, to there's probably out. a reason. No, there's probably a reason. I the, think there is. Yeah. Well, we won't. Well, well, folks, the I have the marked wrong even. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Bob well, is going to read that. We'll, we'll, maybe we'll be talking a little bit about both of them, but before we close, you can be certain Bob's going to read that one. I'm going to then uh, let us go it's so to... Uh, it so describes when you read that. At first I was like, I think that's verse 4, but I just didn't stop you because it's so described, it so describes where I'm standing. It's so funny. Yeah. The dust settles into place, and it's, it's a dusty place. It's all the rock that's been... Yeah. worn down and it's dusty and the sun is settled by a cloud and there's a few clouds in the sky and the sun there and you know it's, it's what what clouds do they settle the sun to keep the earth from getting too hot to give us yeah, and so, yeah. it describes the place where I am sitting right now too the sun is shining through the trees and the leaves are glistening like just full of energy and life the wind is crisping across and making the leaves look like they're clapping in celebration of our presentation. I went out earlier today and I heard the birds singing and I thanked God for that song just for me, for my ears alone. I don't really care if you hear a sound in the forest when the tree uh, falls. I believe that each moment we are all shown beauty and we are all shown the wonder of love. God and we can close our eyes and it can be hidden or we can open our eyes and see it and when we see it we see and feel such a sense of connection of importance of value love did this just for you no one else looks through your eyes and sees the world your way so maybe Bob today is the day we should talk a bit about uh, verse 4, and we'll read verse 3 at the end. It's lovely. It's a lovely verse, although I better change them here on my numberings. <laughs> and because it kind of, verse 3 is, is great, but verse 4 is where we are. And so let's it's do about, it, Bob. It's, it's just so much about nature. And just reading the yeah. first the verse again, the Tao is empty but inexhaustible, bottomless, the ancestor of it all. And, you know, in Arizona, of course, there's, you know, a lot of Native Americans that that were here over the years and still here. And this is a sacred, one of many of the sacred places to the Native Americans. And so, you know, to for the rest of us, we don't see it in the same eyes as they do. But to them, this place just must be, they must have always thought that it was inexhaustible. And... You know, the first people that arrived here, too, the settlers of this area in Sedona and Arizona and New Mexico and basically the whole West where a lot of Native Americans were in the Midwest, for that matter, too, is that all the beautiful places and the places where nature is at, they see, do seem inexhaustible. So it's, not, it's just so fitting and bottomless. It's just I'm standing at the top of a big hill here, and it just looks bottomless to 
to get to the bottom, it seems like there isn't one. Yeah, yeah, and the whole idea that of smoothing, of even the second verse, if you look at it, within it the sharpened edges become smooth. The twisting here amongst amongst very sharp rocks. <laughs> yeah, and yet you feel at peace, don't you, Bob? Oh, definitely, and the twisted knots loosen. I see these huge juniper trees that are, they, I think they call them gnarly juniper because the, the tree just looks gnarly and twisted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, here we are in the a place of beauty, and my friends, the part that kind of got me is the sun is softened by a cloud and the dust settles into place. There was at a time when I, I didn't feel the peace of life that I feel now. And one day I was uh, just sitting at the table and a china piece had been broken and it was still on the table and I had a sense of sadness at the, at the breaking and then suddenly the light came through. You know how when you're inside and the light is shining just right, you can see the molecules? Always before as a kid, I think I was told that was dust. Now I think it's the energy of life. But maybe it is dust, but dust has energy too, you know. But you could see kind of air in front of you, the sun coming in, and it just landed right on that cup. And that cup just, oh, my gosh, it just lit up. And even though broken, there was so much, oh, beautiful, beautiful energy in it. It took a long time for me to say this cup cannot be repaired. I think it may still have been repaired in this somewhere, but it was just beautiful. And my friends, maybe that's something we need to remember, that if we find a place of peace, if we open our eyes and look, and maybe you won't see all of the beauty that Bob is seeing at this moment and that I'm seeing at this moment, maybe you'll just see one thing, a broken cup or a rock where the sun is dancing around it or a flower that's just starting to bloom, or something that you've brought into the place where you are because you thought it was treasured. It was treasured for you. And you look at that and focus on that energy. Focus on that energy and let the dust of life settle into place. And know that if you are broken by life's experience, you are still whole. You still are beautiful. You still have energy. You are still connected to all that is. You are still loved unconditionally by love, by God. So by so many wonderful things. And Bob, you also have the wind. I have a special connection to the wind. Yes, I do have the wind. I apologize if it's too loud, folks. I keep turning different ways, but the wind shifts a lot here at the top. Tell us about it. How does it feel out there with the wind? Oh, it, it cools you off from the sun that's shining down. So it's wonderful. I love the wind. I think I've told the story of a, the uh, uh, story that I read in Spanish when I was in, I think about sophomore in high school. And it talked about a man who his crop had failed in a vineyard and he wanted, he prayed that his crop would not fail and he was, granted, you know, that, okay, you tell me from Mother Nature, you tell me how you want, the, you want the season to go and tell me when you want it to rain and how much rain and tell me how you want everything to go. So he told him that when it rained, when he wanted it to rain, when he wanted the sun, what he wanted the temperatures to be, and his crops still failed. And Mother Nature said, you never sent the wind. You never asked for wind and you need the wind to pollinate. So, you know, we may, I think I told this story about the time that the March winds would have started in New Mexico. And it's, beautiful. it's a beautiful story, it, but it's worth repeating. Definitely. It's worth repeating, and it really gives life to it. It's hidden yet always present. And that's what we're talking about, my friends. All that we're talking about, all of the wonderful examples of God in our lives and around us, all of love. We live in a vortex where we can connect to God simply if we open our eyes to the beauty that he or she brings into our lives. 
the beauty of love. The feeling, enjoy the moment you're in, love it. Love that moment. Whether the moment is about, um, I don't know what to say, but whether the moment is about feeling touched by the wind or having the sun touch your face or looking at something you treasure. Or rain fall on your head or your feet on the wet grass or the dew in the morning. Just any little thing. It's hidden. It's hidden, but it's there. And it's not really hidden. It's there to be found. You have what it, I think what it what it means is that it's not obvious to you. You feel that it's hidden, but really peace is right there to be found as long as you look for it and you don't have some pre existing expectation of what peace is. You have to just find peace where you can and not Exactly. Not set expectations of what peace is. That is so true. You know, this kind of, this passage really, for me, is a statement about how I feel in life. I don't know why I know. I just know I do. I can't draw a picture of God on paper, but I can in my heart. You can I have it. not, I feel God. I feel the energy of love around me all the time. I I feel it when I resist it and do what I want to do myself. And I feel it when I choose to follow the advice and direction I'm given, my intuition. I just know that I am part of something far bigger than myself. And that knowing that causes me to want to approach each moment cautiously and caringly and lovingly. And that I would rather have people think, take the risk that people think that I am shallow because I say kind things to them than hurt someone unintentionally because I didn't. When it says, it is hidden yet always present, I do not know who gave birth to it. It seems to be the common ancestor of all, the father of things. That just echoes through me. You know, we get to make life choices about how we're going to treat each other. And here's someone so long ago, so very, very long ago, telling us, there are wonderful things awaiting us. In every moment, there is something of beauty. Every moment, even in the direst places. And wow, what wisdom and how fortunate we are that people are bringing it out to our attention now because it brings so much peace and love to the moment. Don't you think, Bob? Oh, it does, absolutely. Absolutely, to just know that we're enough every day and that what we do is is good enough and to as you said everything matters at the moment but as i think verse two or verse three said that you um let your work be done when it's done it's done no looking back don't look back yeah. and, and and fester upon the past it's hard it's hard not to do that and I'm working through some things right now where I'm trying so hard not to look to the past, and I find that every day that goes by, it becomes easier and easier to not look at those things and to accept peace. And I think a lot of it is just accepting that you can have peace and allow yourself to have peace and that you're enough to have peace and allow it to happen and don't let others distract you. Don't let others tell you otherwise. Yeah, no peace is your birthright. You know, Bob, before the show, Bob and I always talk for a few minutes, but we talk more about what's going on in our lives. Some, day, some weeks we get to talk more than other weeks, but uh, 
I Bob commented before the show started today that this week was just smooth. He didn't use these words. I'm using words, my own words. But it was smooth, like kind of like a knife cutting through warm butter. Everything went well. It was easy was the word he used. And yes, it was. See, it's been an easy week. Yeah. And I see that because there was something in Bob's life, and, and, and I really don't feel that I have the freedom to to give a word to it, but there was something that was clinging and pulling him back into the past. He was ready to move forward, but he had to hang on to the past because if he didn't get that matter resolved, it could affect the future. And so there, those we all have those give and takes, those chaotic triangles in life. I want to live in the present, but the past is pulling me, and if I don't deal with that, I don't get to move into the future. And and then how do we deal with those things, you know? And part of it is seeing the beauty of the moment and saying, okay, now I have to be active in life, folks. We're not talking about passivity, although if you choose passivity, that's okay, because what are you? You are enough. Whatever comes to you will come to you because you are exactly who you choose to be. But for the most part, we all find ourselves in that triangle of of choices. And uh, I think, Bob, part of where you are this week is a product of the fact that the past has set you free or you set the past free. Exactly. You have to set the past free. Let it go and, and move on. The more you keep letting things fester and become angry, you're allowing that negativity in your life. And once you let it go, even things that might have made you less than less than happy before might make you happy now because you have a different perspective on life. Exactly. The, I did. I just had a tremendously easy week. And for those that are listening that know of my uh, that I travel a lot, I had about a year of my life where it seemed that every trip just something would happen. I'd get stuck somewhere, just awful things, very frustrating things. And that hasn't been the case lately, and this week even less so. I mean, everything, anytime I went anywhere, I was the parking spot was right by the door or places where I wanted to go to dinner at night that people said, well, you might need a reservation, and you'd go and, no, we have we have space for you or, you know, just everything wonderful. Yes. And on a spirit level, besides the the synchronicity of every day, it sounds like there's a great peace, too, that you, you, you are uh, at peace. Now, Bob, how is it that... Uh, during this time that you've been in struggle, what would you kinds of things would you do to bring peace in your life when the past was trying to pull you back into its claws, so to speak, and take you out of your peace? I would sit and listen to music and not and try to clear my mind, or sit and try to think of other things, or unfortunately, sometimes just work a lot more than I probably needed to <laughs> in order to push it away so sometimes there's positive things and negative things that you do but in the end as long as there's more positive things that you do you'll find peace yeah I actually uh, there's a little exercise that I think uh, helps people focus come back and focus on the moment and pull themselves out of the past and that exercise is uh, is basically a recognition that those thoughts that are going to take you away from your peaceful place. Now, first of all, what does that presume? (laughs) That presumes you found a peaceful place. (laughs) So I hope that you have. I hope that each and every one of you have found a peaceful place. And if you haven't, I hope you can. And even if you haven't, if you're looking for one, you you have an idea of what that peaceful place would be. Exactly. So and think of that of what your peaceful place could be. Yeah. And and think about the idea that in each and every one of us there is this core that Bob describes, this core of love. And it starts first with love for ourselves. 
And somehow, as we go through life, we start piling on conditions. Well, I would be lovable if I did this, and I would be lovable if I did that. And they generally are external conditions. They're put there by other people, or and pretty soon we start adding those ourselves, despite the fact that other people may no longer be thinking about them for us. So many of us are admired or trapped in external expectations that other people no longer hold. So the first, or they may, or they may have never held at all. <laughs> or exactly, or you may have assumed them. And remember what they say about assume. Yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> so, but you thought they did, and what you were doing is you were looking to garner or curry their favor. You were looking for their approval and missing the idea that it starts first with approval of yourself, just where you are right at that point, believing that you are enough. Then we have all these layers, and, and I've been to places where people talk about uh, un, you know, peeling the onion, and that's what it's due, setting aside all those expectations and realizing that the only person you have control over is you. I think that each and every one of us have probably been in a situation where we basically just were beating ourselves up and other people weren't even noticing. And then we felt damaged and less than because they didn't notice, so then we tried harder. And we kept doing this behavior expecting a reaction from someone else. And yet, we don't have any control over anyone else. We only have control over ourselves. And that, to me, is, is crucial to coming to peace, is accepting and believing you have control over yourself. And part of that process is coming to a place that I have no control over anyone else they have their life lessons to live and I have mine and I want to live mine in peace. Now, we come to a place where we have thoughts that take us away from peace and we know that. Uh, guy, and we've, pro- we've talked about this before, but when I'm in love, I'm really in love. I like to think I'm like everyone else, so I presume that when we're all in love, we're really in love. And the person's name and mind and image and everything about that person becomes like, oh, and then I want to make that relationship what I would like it to be. Well, I used to anyway. I don't anymore. But then I, so I would try, I would begin trying to say the right things to have the person love me too, not believing I'm lovable just as I am. And then I would try to do the right things to make the person love me not believing I'm lovable just as I am, and my nature is to do things. So instead of the person, and that's why they talk about the bloom on the relationship, instead of letting the person come to love me as who I am and all the natural, generous things that will last a lifetime in me, they're never going to change. I would instead create this image of who I was. and So it was an image that might have been a little bit more than I am. And then I would think about that person. And as the person's name, and this is when I began learning this exercise, because when I would think about that person, I would think about them loving me and what I needed to do and what they needed to do. So in the end, neither one of us were in a healthy, real relationship. I wasn't, I was pretending to be somebody that I thought was more lovable than I am. And I was expecting this person to become something different than he was. And a friend, and then, of course, it didn't work out. (laughs) I'm going, oh, it didn't work. didn't work. It wasn't real. And a friend said to me, you know, you need to get back to a place of peace. And so the friend said, every time, I'm going to give him a name because I'm certainly not going to say his name on the air. Every time Joe's name comes in your mind, you're going to know it. And I looked at that person askance, just like most of you are probably looking at your computers or your telephones askance right now. And I said, you know, right. But sure enough, uh, and they, she said, and when you 
give yourself permission to think about him. Then he comes in your mind, and now you're starting the whole drama and all the pain and suffering, and you're losing your peace. Right. So she said, so the next time you feel his name coming, it will be 10 seconds before the thought starts. Don't give yourself permission. Love him. Love him enough to want him to be in a happy, great relationship. Love him enough to want all of the thoughts that you want for him to be the same as those you want for yourself. Happiness, companionship, joy, and so on. Well, I'll be darned, folks. Pretty soon, you know, it's coming along, and here comes Joe's name in my mind, and I say, I send Joe happiness and joy and peace and contentment, and I moved on. Well, I'm going to confess that maybe I'm a little OCD because I said that probably 60. <laughs> I did that 60 times in the first minute, and then I did it pretty soon. I was doing it 60 times in an hour. Then I was doing it 60 times in two, and then 60 times in four, and then 60 times in a day. But do you know what? In seven days, I wasn't thinking about him anymore. I had let him go to live his life, and now I was restructuring my life in peace. Right, you've detached. And it's okay to be attached to things as long as you're able to detach from things and let and let yourself be able to detach. It's not wrong to be attached to a person, but can you walk away and not and not feel harmed or not feel that you're not at peace if you're not with that person or and then to return to that person and still be at peace and attach again. Yeah. And not even with people, just with things that you have, things that, you know, and if you can detach and don't have a necessity to attach it goes back to what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago or what the Tao says, you know, to get rid of your things, things that you don't need, let them go, detach from them. But I don't think that it means, I don't think that it means that you go give everything and, you know, walk barefoot and, and, and anything like that. I think it just means give away those Unless things that you can't. Learning. Right. Yeah, that takes us to verse 3. Putting a value on status will create contentiousness. If you overvalue possessions, people begin to steal. By not displaying what is desirable, you will cause the people's heart to remain undisturbed. The sage governs by emptying minds and hearts, weakening ambitions, and strengthening bones. Practice not doing. When action is pure and selfless, everything settles into its own perfect place. Take care of your body. Take care of yourself this week. And remember that you're enough. Remember that you are loved. And take care of yourselves, everyone. All right. Now, Bob, what do you think we're going to do next week? <laughs> are you I going we're to a talk to, let's, let's do – no. Um, actually, I need to talk to you about next week because I might not be able to make it. But we could talk <laughs> about three. <laughs> I think I'm traveling at this, this time next week. The, oh, okay. I need to look that up and verify that. But we could talk about verse 3 since we didn't get a chance to do that today. Which is kind of the lead-in that Bob just gave you a moment ago in talking about attachment. Uh, that That's really kind of uh, the idea that uh, you don't need to define yourself by things on any level. It's been a lovely day, Bob. Thank you so much. Oh, it has. I have to tell you that as you were telling your story here a second ago, or not your story, sharing about yourself, that I sat here and there's these, there's a lot of dead junipers up here too, and there's one really tall one that is now lifeless but yet beautiful. And there's been some birds that have been chirping in the background, and as you were talking, I one of the little birds flew out to the top of there, and another one flew out. And they just sat there the whole time through your story, just chirping back and forth at each other, and they just looked like two birds that sat at each other here at the top. It was just oh, wonderful. Very, it was just wonderful to see that while you were telling the story. Thank you. 
and Bob, thank you for sharing the wind with us during this time today. It's been wonderful to have you with us. Thank you all for joining us for today's program. We look forward to next Sunday, and I look forward to having you join me for guided meditations on Fridays next week. Uh, we will be talking next week about day six, which is Fear Hides the Light. It amazes me sometimes how all of the parts of all that we talk about, whether it's the Tao, it's the Bible, it's the Koran, everything seems to come together in one giant puzzle of love. So love one another this week, our friends. Love one another and know that we are sending you loving thoughts. Let us all go out today in meditative silence, please, pulling the air in and believing I am enough. And as you blow the air out and think, I am loved. Pulling the air in, I am enough. Blowing the air out, I am loved. And any thoughts that seek to intrude into this quiet four minutes that I'm about to give to you, set them aside and let love handle them later. For right now, I am enough. And I am loved. He is still lost in the labyrinth. Namaste. See you next week, my friends. May peace be with you.
Namaste. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.